With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, stay connected wherever you go and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Powering applications like real-time GPS and voice assistant, navigation becomes a breeze. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. See if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity be a roadblock in your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Mike Clay, as he describes himself on his Twitter account, is NFL an expert. ESPN NFL prognosticator. Whoa. And then he also references okay. Prison Mike. So oh, well, I love right that. Okay, so then. big fan of Mike Clay. Yeah, uh, Mike Clay does really do, does good work for ESPN, and he's been releasing you know, his unit rankings as far as depth charts mm-hmm. are concerned. And I wanted to talk about wide receiver today, but then I went to his Twitter account to pull up the chart, and I saw that about an hour ago he released his quarterbacks as well, and I am a sucker for talking oh, about quarterbacks. Oh, come on. So we'll get to that in a little bit as well. But looking at this wide receiver unit rank uh, as far as depth chart is concerned, he puts the Steelers pretty much smack dab in the middle, number 17 out mm-hmm. of 32 teams. So not quite at the middle, but right below it. Teams that are around the Steelers, the Steelers are just in front of the Baltimore Ravens, who come in at number 18, and the New Orleans Saints, who come in at number 19. And the Steelers are just below the Chicago Bears at number 16, the Jacksonville Jaguars at number 15, and the New York Jets at number 14. Don't have a problem with the Jags. Don't have a problem with the Jets. I think those are pretty good receiving cores that I think have the potential to be a lot better than where they're ranked right now. Mm -hmm. The Bears one is a little bit puzzling for me, though. I get at the very top, I think I'd rather have DJ Moore, Chicago's number one wide receiver, out of any number one receiver right now mm-hmm. between those two teams. I think Pickens and, and Deontay have the potential, though, to to be at that level, to be a yeah, DJ Moore sure. type of player. And I think that you know it's reasonable to think that they could right. reach that level as well. But I just gave you two for the Steelers that I thought could reach a DJ Moore level, mm-hmm. and I'm still just I'm still just looking at DJ Moore in Chicago. Okay, now we go to Allen Robinson, and he he used to play for Chicago right. and did really well for them. But the number two for Chicago is Chase Claypool, mm-hmm. and I'm on the number three for the Steelers mm-hmm. right now. Like, I get what Mike did. This I think he's really you know putting a lot of stock in DJ Moore at the top. But I just think you know we're ranking units as a depth chart here, Mike, not as their number one receivers. You can't tell me that the Bears have a deeper unit than the Steelers right now. One, no. two for sure goes in the Steelers' favor. And I know that because the Steelers didn't even want right. the, the t- number the two guy who is now in Chicago. in Chicago. Yeah. I might go as far to say, Tom, that there's a couple of other teams ahead of Chicago. I know it's easy to look at Chicago because they're right above the Steelers. But, I mean, you kind of passed off the Jets. Like, are you really going to tell me that the combo of 
Garrett Wilson, of course, but then mm. all the Chiefs and Green Bay backups who were just names and were and were contributable to a team because look at their quarterbacks. We're we're all timers and Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes because now it's Alan Lazard, former Packer, Nicole Harmon, former former Chief, Corey Davis somehow is still on that team, and Randall Cobb from a f- former Packer. And then I would kind of look to uh, the Washington Commanders as the next team I would look at. Terry McLaurin, sure. He definitely is putting a lot of weight in number one. On Terry. Because you're telling me the combo of Terry McLaurin and Jahan Dotson, who sure had a decent rookie year. He's not proven yet. No, not he's, at all. He's not even as proven as a Pickens, I don't think. I No, that, I mean, there were both rookies yes. last year, and Dotson Pickens, I think, was Pickens. better. Yeah. I don't, I, don't think, I don't think it was even, even a question. And then you have guys that are just names. Curtis Samuel, Deami Brown and, and Dax Milne, who I don't I doubt I'm pronouncing that right. And you know, I think that's a good point with the Jets too, because once you get past Garrett Wilson, who is now breaking in a new quarterback and is still in his second year, granted he's coming off of rookie mm-hmm. of the year, so I will give him that. You know, Alan Lazard is okay. McCole Hardman is okay. Corey Davis is okay. They just signed Randall Cobb. Yeah. It's really underwhelming once you get past that number one um and it's just you you listed the commander's example too it's it's clear that mike is putting more stock into that number one i think when it comes to these lists but then you move down a little bit Mm -hmm. and the bills at number 20 well stefan diggs is a marvelous number one how do you not i mean how do you not put him number like if you're putting as much stock as it seems for and some Tara teams McLaurin and Garrett Wilson, like here's here's the difference, right? He put those two teams, the Jets and the uh, the Commanders, at at uh, 14 for the Jets and 11 for the Commanders. Let me go down beyond the Bills, right? At number number 26, the the Kansas City Chiefs. They have Marquez Valdez Scantling, Scantling, Kadarius Tony, Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice, and Justin Watson. That's not good. But if you add a a, a, a Terry McLaurin and Garrett Wilson to that list, where did, did he, he put, put them, them at eleven and fourteen? You have to wonder that. And then look at and look at the Packers: Christian Watson, Jaden Reed, Romeo Dobbs, Devonte or D- Dontavian Wicks, Samori Tori. That's a cool name, actually, Samori Tori. If that's how it's pronounced, you add a Christian or uh, uh, a Terry McLaurin or a Garrett Wilson to that list, are they all of a sudden a top fifteen unit? But again, I don't think so. But again, it doesn't make sense when you look at you know Diggs being at number twenty, right? Because Diggs is right, better right, than Terry right, McLaurin. Right. Diggs right. is better than Garrett Wilson right now. Uh, another one to point out there is number twenty-two, the Lions. Amon Ross St. Brown is a great number one wide mm-hmm. receiver. Yeah, not yeah, even yeah. going to sugarcoat it stud. He is a great number one wide receiver. And I got to be honest with you, Jamison Williams is your number two. Lots of potential when there. He's and a lot of the field, there. When like, he's on the field, when he's on the field, he can be great. But he's so he's, young. I mean, but he's just dealing with all these suspension in his first two seasons. And then Marvin Jones Jr. I think is a pretty decent, always a three. decent depth piece, no matter where he's playing. Yeah. yeah. So you know, bit of a head scratcher when it comes to Mr. Clay and his list here. Um, I mean, here's one that I agree with, but you know, again, it just shows his logic is kind of all over the place. Number twenty four, the Rams, Cooper Cup. Right. When he's healthy, he could be the best receiver in the NFL. But then they go to Van Jefferson after Cooper Cup and Ben Skoranek. Okay. Like, they're bad yeah. beyond him. Really and bad. I think he put them he properly. Put, he put more emphasis on the depth guys than he did on the starter. They're like the worst unit in the NFL without Cooper Cup. So he, mm. 
you know, boosts them up to 24 where I could easily put them in the 30s if he wasn't there. So I, I think that's like an appropriate usage of a stud number one and then a big drop-off. But that's kind of unfair to Mike, too, because the drop-off from a Garrett Wilson to Alan Lazard is not as bad as from Cooper Cup to Van Jefferson. Right, right. right Lazard's right. better than Jefferson, so I think you do have to give him a but little Cup bit But Cup is better there. than Wilson. Much better. The Cup, you, I, it went healthy. I could probably put Cup in front of every receiver in the NFL yeah, and, and have right. a legitimate argument for it. I mean, you could push me back on your Well, put in the put in the Rams wide receiver unit. No, just at, if I'm looking at wide oh, receiver okay, ones, okay, yeah. Oh like, no, I Cup mean, could be the best. When we did our power rankings for the receivers earlier this year, I'm pretty sure he was down, but only. Because but he of was the still injury. in your top ten. Yeah, and again, you you'll give me Jefferson, you'll give me Jamar Chase, you'll give me Tyreek Hill, but I can make a really good argument for for Cooper Cup over those guys, just yeah. as you could make an argument for those guys over Cooper Cup. He's He's in that conversation as far as the elites are concerned with that position. Um, but, yeah, just seems to be a little bit of inconsistency with where he has these, you know, ranked and his logic behind ranking them, or at least what we can, you know, surmise from his logic in looking at these rankings. Uh, the Ravens being right behind the Steelers. Odell, Rashad Bateman, Zay Flowers, and then Nelson Aguilar and Devin DuVernay Duvernay, really good special teams player. And then Aguilar is an interesting number four, I think, there. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that tells me that he, like myself, doesn't think that it's just a guarantee that OBJ comes back and is even somewhat of the OBJ See, that he was in New York. To that LA. point, though, Tom, I might put them lower than 18. Like, how do you put a room of an old Odell, an unproven Rashad Bateman, an unproven got Zay Flowers? But you put Stefan Diggs in that room below it. He just has to hate who's behind Diggs, and I kind of do too. I mean, Gabe Davis is fine as a three, I mm -hmm. think, but not as your two. Khalil Shakir, Deontay Hardy, Trent Sherfield. I mean, they drafted a tight end, Dalton Kincaid, in the first round this year. They got to find somebody to help Stefan Diggs. I mean, they will look back on them not winning the Super Bowl in this window that we've been in now for about we're, – we're in the midst of it and have been for about two years where, you know, you go into it a, a season and, and say the Bills could win the Super Bowl and no one laughs at you. They'll look back if they don't get that Super Bowl, if they don't address that number two wide receiver spot, mm -hmm. and you'll really have a lot of what-if thinking going on. Right. What if we got Odell Beckham Jr. before the Rams did for mm -hmm. their Super Bowl run? Mm -hmm. What if – you know, we got Zay Flowers in a draft mm -hmm. or, or decided to draft a wide receiver, move up to get a, a good number two wide receiver. That, I think, is just like how with the Ravens, you looked at them and say, what are you doing with the skill positions with Lamar? You're not helping him. There's skill positions around Josh Allen, for sure. Diggs is elite. And they and they use their draft pick on a tight end, so it's a pass they're, they're catcher. They're looking for it, yeah. but it just will strike me as their most obvious shortcoming in this era is not being able to find a secondary target in their passing game. And on top of that, not ever really being able to find a running game behind Josh Allen. But if they had a second fiddle to Diggs, where Diggs gets shut down for a game, but that dude's going for 90 yards, like a T. Higgins does to Jamar Chase, I'm not saying he has to be that good. But yeah, I just, you know, I look at this power ranking list from, from Mike, and Gabe Davis is still as your number two heading into 2023. And. That's you not have to be where you want your be. hair out if you're a yeah. Bills fan. That you're like, we're doing this again with Gabe Davis. Like, how many times do you have to see that he's not cut out 
for it. Like he'll have that four touchdown game, and then that's it. And and it just seems like they keep getting fooled by that four touchdown game. But back to the Ravens point, yeah. I get what you're saying that maybe he should be a little lower because of the unknown with Odell, but it just the Odell thing cuts both ways because mm-hmm. yeah, because we could be saying why could the bill why would the Bills pass up on him and not add him to the room and then at the same time kind of kind of deter or kind of denigrate the Ravens room for relying on an Odell Beckham at this age, which is sports radio, baby. I mean, oh you yeah, talk out of both sides of your mouth. <laughs> of to course, make sure the narrative works to, uh, on specific situations that you're talking about. But I'm I'm saying too, like Odell could be a number one. He could come back and be really good. I mean, I know that a lot of people are betting against it. You take that year off, coming off of that bad injury in the Super Bowl, but he was really good for the Rams when he was traded from from Cleveland. Like he still had it then, and I get that you're you're removed now with a a devastating injury now that has told your body, but it's not like a guarantee that he's just gonna be you know bad to mid. He could still be great. I think what kind of frustrates me getting to the Steelers now is that I look at their I look at the names and I really I love the first two. We both expect Deontay to have a big bounce back year, especially in the touchdown category. But I'm looking at the other three names, and I'm just—I don't blame Mike Clay for putting the Steelers at 17 in the technically in the this the bottom half of the league because those three names: Allen Robinson. We know how bad of a season he had last year. Uh, Calvin Austin, second-year guy, hasn't played a single NFL snap. And Gunnar Olszewski. A lot of people were putting the blame on him for a couple of losses early on for his. Uh, poor catching and fumbling skills well, on the, the on the punt team. They would have beat the Patriots if he didn't fumble that right that punt. So so I don't blame him for kind of using for looking at separating right the top two from the bottom three and saying the top two are great but the bottom three are not. Kind of even doubt, so I'll put them right in the middle at seventeen. And you know I think it's important to note Steelers fans that this is just wide receiver room. You know, just because it goes from Johnson Pickens to Robinson, that's not how the order of pass catching is going to go. I mean, it's probably going to go Deontay, Pickens, Pat, Pat, Najee in in some order. Exactly. Maybe Darnell Washington creeps in there a little bit towards the end of the year. Connor Hayward could be in, like, just because this is what the order is on the wide receiver room does not mean the passing game is going to go. Number one is Deontay, number two is Pickens, number three is That's a good problem to have because there are other teams like the Bengals and the Seahawks and the Dolphins who are at the top of this list, who don't have that solid tight end or, or don't have that solid pass-catching running back like the Steelers do. Well, let's get to the top of the list before we you know, touch quickly on where the quarterbacks lay okay. in Mike Clay's rankings. Uh, Bengals number one, and I think that's obvious. I, I, yeah, think, I don't think you can argue it. Yeah, yeah, Chase, Higgins, and Boyd are still the best trio that you can have. Trent Irwin, I think, is a nice little compliment there. And keep an eye on Charlie Jones, the rookie out of Purdue. Uh, mm-hmm. Dude has the potential to fill in for Tyler Boyd once they have to eventually move on from him. Maybe they have to move on from T. Higgins. Listen, one of those two are going to be moved on from in the near future from Cincinnati. That trio ain't going to stick together, and Jamar Chase is going to be a bangle for life, I can pretty much guarantee. So it's going to be one of those two that they move on from, and I think Charlie Jones has the potential to maybe slide in to a big role down the road while also being eased into it right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Seattle is at number two, and that See, makes a lot I, I of kind sense, of agree, too. I kind of disagree with the two and three spots here. I don't know. I think that Jackson Smith and Jigba— I think Smith he's putting too much emphasis on, on Smith and Jigba here. Nah. 
He's going to be good. I, I don't disagree. He's already better than Braxton Berrios. I don't disagree, but you need to remember how historic of a season Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle had together last right. year. Right. I don't think they'll have another season like that. It's hard to duplicate something like that. You have to assume regression. Well, here's the thing. There. Does Tua stay healthy? No. Okay. That's does, Tua, does Tua miss more or less games than he did compared to last year? More. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, well then. We'll, we'll go to this. We're going to do Coward's ranking. Cal, Cal and Coward rank the AFC. We'll do that in the next episode. And later down the road, we'll obviously pick our playoff teams. I don't think I'm picking the Dolphins to make the playoffs because I think Tua is going to have a lot of trouble yeah. staying. And quarterback this year. dominated lead. And they got Mike White, so you know it's better. But we've seen Mike White have to play more than three weeks in a row. Right. It doesn't go Not well. great. Teams figure him out pretty quickly. So. Um, yeah, but, but you, the, but you I, put the Seahawks comfortably above the Dolphins because of I'm the not monkey. mad at it, and yeah. I'm not mad at the Dolphins at number three. Um, no, I think those are the I think those are the top three. Yeah, because then you get the Eagles with AJ Brown and Devontae Smith, and it's a lot. I mean, don't get me wrong, Devontae Smith, great number two, but I think it relies more on the AJ Brown spot at number one. Yeah, but I, think, being the I still think Devontae Smith's got oh, I agree. I a agree. lot more to give you. I kind of have a, a problem with number five. Yeah, Dallas is a weird one. It's a lot of just Brandon Cooks at his best, maybe. Michael Gallup at his best, I'm maybe. interested to see what Cooks does now that he's, you know, finally back on a team that's going to try to do some winning. He's been you know, yeah, toiling been away Houston in Houston and... forever as a number one receiver. Mm-hmm. Won't even be a number one receiver now because right. of C.D. Lamb. Uh, don't you feel, am I wrong? Uh, I think C.D. Lamb is great. But I still feel like he should be better. Better, yeah, especially like, with a quarterback like Dak, who, yeah, has turned the ball over a lot recently, but can get the ball to a good receiver. Yeah, like, I'm not saying, oh, what a bust. Terrible first-round pick, no, C.D. Lamb. but he should, but he be, should better. be a better receiver now. I, I agree. Think. Uh, I think the one team in the top ten here for receivers that is Arizona. time is, is limited is Arizona because I think Hopkins is not going to be there. And if Hopkins goes, where do you put the combination of – Hollywood Marquise Brown, Brown Rondale Moore, Michael Wilson, and Greg Dortch. That's down with like the Chiefs and the yeah, Panthers right. and the Packers. With like they're the... only in the top. I mean, crazy to think they're in the top half, let alone the top six. That just shows how great DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre is. Hopkins is amazing, but again, I just I feel like the Cardinals are in a spot right now where, and it's weird because they have their franchise guy. You'd think in Kyler Murray. But their roster is not good. Even with a good quarterback, it's mm-hmm. it's going to be hard for him to backpack them to the playoffs or anything significant. You could get, I think, still a King's Ransom for, for DeAndre mm-hmm. Hopkins, despite his steroid issues of right. the past year. I still think he's an elite wide receiver. That, oh, yeah. You know, again, if I'm the Bills, I would like be on the phone with them every single day, and I would be willing to mortgage a lot of my future. Because you might be wrong if you're the GM, but I am comfortable if I'm the Bills GM losing my job in a couple years because I pulled the trigger on a massive trade that brought Hopkins right. in to try to win. Because I think that— I mean, how do you stop a receiver room? Do you put them at number two if they got Hopkins? If, if it's it was Stephon Diggs, Diggs and Hopkins and then Gabe Davis as a I three? might go number one just because Ooh, yeah. you got two number ones there. You got two top five like receivers. Diggs and Hopkins is better than Chase and Higgins. Like, it's, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's hard to say that, but it's true. 
Hey guys, Rob Parker here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like the rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower further than ever before or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail dominating power and captivating style the new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true and with the new available tech this legendary truck is getting even better and when you buy a Toyota truck you buy Toyota dependability meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future so visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com Toyota let's go places all right quickly before we wrap up this episode Mike Clay like I said he released his quarterback unit rankings the Steelers at number 23 so and I don't know how you do this without just like basically ranking the quarterback you look at the list Tom he that's basically what he's doing right he's He's ranking ranking the the starting quarterbacks because if you were truly doing a list of what quarterback room has Mm -hmm. the most depth where let's just go down the line here let's just go from top down go ahead look at the backups the chiefs have blaine gabbert the bills have matt barkley i'll stop how about this you keep going i'll stop you when you get to a guy that i think i'd want over mitch trubisky exactly trevor simeon for the bengals marcus mariota for the eagles Eh, maybe Easton Stick for the Chargers. Keep going. Tyler Huntley for the Ravens. No. Zach Wilson for the Jets. Nope. C.G. Bathard for the Jags. Josh Dobbs he for the be Browns. At NASA. Right. Cooper Rush for the Cowboys. He's not bad, but no. Mike White for the Dolphins. Not bad backup, but no. <laughs> Nick Mullins for the Vikings. Tyrod Taylor maybe, for the Giants. Maybe, but he's maybe old. Maybe like six years he's ago. Old. Yeah. Jared Sidham for the Broncos. Stetson Bennett for the Rams. He can't be their backup this year. There's no way. Uh, P.J. Walker for the Bears, Jameis Winston for the Saints. Probably. That's probably it. That's where he's st- head and hooker for the Lions. Maybe Drew Locke for the Seahawks. I think that's better backup than people think. Yeah, but I'd still debate it. Right. Brian Hoyer for the Raiders. Will Levis for the Titans. Colt McCoy for the Cardinals, and then the Steelers at twenty-three. Keep going too, like Trey Lance. Okay, Trey nope. Lance for the Niners. Don't believe him in yet. Andy, Andy Dalton nope. for the Panthers. Davis Mills for the Texans. Garner Mitchell yeah, for the Colts. Maybe he can sling it a bit, but I don't yeah. know. Mitch might be a safer but bet. But is he even number two on their roster? Like the, they played Sam Ellinger <laughs> last year. Yeah, out. right. Bailey Zappi for the Pats. Uh, Sean, Cl- no, come on. Maybe Sean Zappi Cliff- played last year and looked decent as a backup, and then lost like six in a row. Or He's something. a backup though. Sean Clifford for the Packers. No, I, he can't be the backup. Taylor Henneke for the Falcons. Probably Henneke. N- I disagree. You he, wouldn't take Green Lizard. He won a play. He almost won a playoff game. Yeah, but Brady. he's already on a new team. That I bet you Henneke ends up starting in in Atlanta this year. I mean, it's not good. No matter where you go for Atlanta, between Desmond Ritter, Taylor Henneke, and Logan Woodside, Kyle Trask for the Bucks. No. And Jacoby Brissett for the Commies. I might take Brissett. But he, they, a, he put them at 32. I know. But Brissett, well, this, first of all, Brissett's better than Sam Howell. So, like, right. if he if it is a true position battle in Washington, Brissett will win the starting job. But then year. would you take Sam Howell or Mitch Trubisky? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, you would take Mitch. So, but Brissett, that's just funny how they order it because of them believing in Howell. But, yeah, Brissett. I think is a little bit better than Mitch. Brissett was not All right, bad. So Brissett so, was not bad in Cleveland. So, last year. so to that point, then let me go to the Falcons. If Heine, if it's a quarterback battle in Atlanta, Heineke wins it. 
Desmond Ritter or Mitch Trubisky. I think Heineke would win it if he's allowed to. But again, just like in Washington, yeah, Atlanta's probably not, just yeah. going to give Ritter the job. Um, I take Mitch Trubisky over Ritter. Right yeah, I take him over Heineke. So also. the point being, like twenty third for quarterback ranking, I could get around that if it's just starting quarterbacks. Starters, That's probably yeah. where Kenny yeah, falls. I agree. But if you're looking at the unit and like who's set up for success if that number one goes down, and who is set up for success when your number one goes down, no one really. Right. Steelers would be a top ten team. Like their Steelers, depth is impressive. Like, like here's the thing: if you were just listing quarterbacks, regardless of where they are in the depth chart, uh, Kenny could come in at twenty three, and Mitch could come in at like twenty five. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So about to have that. two of the top twenty five guys in the league, yeah, you don't have one through twenty four. I just want to thank Mike for being realistic, even if you just look at it as a starting quarterback ranking right now. Because we all know what CBS Sports did recently, putting Kenny at number 28 behind three of mm-hmm. the rookies, rookies who they right. expect to start, which is just absurd. And and, and I got to be honest with you, that's just hating. Right. Like, if I do a list, I'm putting the rookies at the very bottom with a disclaimer, have not played yet. Didn't somebody do that recently? Oh, yeah. Right. Remember Kyle Brandt when he did his tier system? Right. All the rookies were at the very bottom tier in the AFC. And you just don't know. And it's really, really disingenuous to just say, Oh, yeah, C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, and Anthony Richardson are already better than Kenny Already. With no, with no single rookie minicamp snaps ever. under their belt. Yeah, Kenny's, right. Kenny has nine yeah. NFL wins under his belt. Mm-hmm. Nine. Okay? Nine. He has a, he has a winning nine. record. All right? So, and I did lie there because Mitch won a game for them. But, you know, this is radio. You lie to support your points. <laughs> I just told you that recently. Are you paying attention? Come on. Talking both sides of your mouth? All right, Colin Talking Cow- out of both sides of your mouth. I love Sorry this season, uh, uh, too, because we can just take pundits, really, you know, people that know what they're talking about, take their lists and then rip them to shreds. And that's exactly what we're going to keep doing in the next episode. Colin Coward ranked the AFC on his show, The Herd, tell mm-hmm. you where the Steelers landed, if we think it's fair or not, as far as their overall team outlook. And we'll get into what the rest of the AFC looked like in Colin's mind when it comes to May prognostication. That's on the way next. He's Jacob Brecht. I'm Tom Opferman. This is the Steelers Standard. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like when the tailgate party shows up at your house after the big win. Everything's great until the hot plate gets too hot for the tablecloth. Now your kitchen's up in smoke. And if you don't have the right home insurance coverage, the cost to fix this could sideline your savings. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Not available in every state based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Savings vary. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.